Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to a brand new season of Made Man, the only podcast where I talk about the AMC television show Mad Men. And today we start season three of Mad Men. Ladies and gentlemen, episode one of season three, Out of Town. And I got to tell you, it's great to be back for season three, even though season two just ended last week. We never take a week off here. Here we go, right into season three. Even though we only took a week, it seems like Mad Men has taken a few months since we last saw them. When we last saw them, Betty found out she was pregnant. Now she's very pregnant. So the episode starts with Don um, warming up some milk for Betty. Everything seems nice. The loving couple back together, the family living together. But Don has these weird flashbacks. That make no sense to me because he seems to be having these flashbacks of like his own birth. I guess maybe people told him stories because he's having visions of things that he wasn't there for. Like there was a young woman who um, who's married to Don's father who would um, always have miscarriages. And then this woman, I guess, is a midwife. She was also the midwife to um, this other girl who I think Don... Draper's dad was sleeping with but she died and she died saying she wanted to cut off that guy's dick and therefore they named the child Dick and they gave the baby to the original woman and there's Dick Whitman and his stepmom and father and I'm assuming either Don is imagining this is how it must have been oh they must have called me Dick because they wanted to cut off my dad's dick or that's actual stories that they told him and he's just envisioning them because I don't remember my birth, um, but uh, I'm assuming he doesn't remember his birth either because that's just kind of the way it is. And, I mean, Don ends up making the mill. Oh, it almost runs over. He boils over because he's just been kind of thinking about it. Probably because he realizes, oh, my God, we're bringing another baby into the, into the world. He brings his, uh, his um, milk upstairs to Betty, and they kind of cuddle, and he talks to her about, you know, envisioning... The, the a beach and, and it seems really romantic and it seems like uh, they're happy together which is nice cut to the office and now if I jump around that's just you know you know how it is I kind of stay with characters and everything but I just finished this episode so if I go in order hey surprise uh, we cut to the office and the British are here the British are coming the British are coming they're here okay um, PPL I think that's right Putnam Powell and Lowell I don't know but they have infiltrated uh, they've infiltrated Sterling Cooper and they are there making their changes. And one of the first changes they do is they, um, f- they bring this guy in and they sit him down and there's a British guy and there's Mr. Cooper and there's Don Draper and they bring in another Bert who I don't remember ever seeing before who's head of accounts and they fire him. They waited long, longer. They're like, I thought these were over. So obviously there's already been a bunch of firings, but they waited because his wife was going through uh, radiation. So then they fired him and the guy flipped out and he's knocking over, you know, shoving stuff off tables. He's very angry, but um, he's losing his job as head of accounts. And who's going to get that job? Well, the British guy, one of the British guys who I guess is their kind of man. These aren't the people that we saw, you know, last year. These are new Brits. And one guy is almost like a secretary, even though he doesn't, he thinks of himself as more than that. And the other guy seems to be kind of the liaison of the, the home office. He brings um, 
Pete Campbell into his office and he tells him, you're going to be head of accounts. And Pete is ecstatic. He's calling his wife. He's all happy. Last time we saw Pete, he was holding a gun in his hand. He just found out that he had a baby that was given away. And it seems like months later, Pete could care less. All he cares about is having this job because, you know, Pete's a kind of a crazy person, a sociopath. Then later on, we see them bring Ken Cosgrove into the office and the same guy offers him the same job. And Ken's really like, he asks how much it is. He's very grateful for it. Um, he asks how much the money is. Pete didn't even ask that. Uh, and so, so Ken's really happy. Pete's really happy. They're in the elevator, both kind of like trying not to tell each other about it because they're supposed to keep it secret. Then later on in the episode, they're told, oh, um, there's, a, there's a meeting for heads of account. And he's like, Pete's, Pete's like, what? And then all of a sudden you see sociopathic uh, crazy person Pete and that just death stare during the whole meeting where Ken's all excited that he's one of the head of accounts. He's getting all these accounts and he gets to run it. Pete is like, just like, I can't believe I'm not running the whole show. Um, and you got Harry there also because 40 cents of every dollar, I guess, is going towards television or something like that. So television, you can see, is getting bigger and he is becoming a bigger uh, player in the game as well. But um, Pete's just really psychotic about it. He Later, his wife comes in to give him a gift and he's like, I'm not getting the full job. He said some line like, why don't why can't I just have everything good happen to me all at once? Like, oh, why why do I have to work for it? Uh, he is such a, oh, I hate Pete so much. Like he can be sometimes you almost root for some for for him in a weird way, but then you realize no 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 you hate him and it's good for for bad things to happen to him, um, for him to get his comeuppance. Um, later on in the episode, he goes in probably to complain to Don, and he sees that uh, that. Sterling's already there. Cooper comes in and he, um, uh, Pete calls him Bert. And now I thought, oh, that's an interesting one. But I think Pete realized at that point, I'm in this room with these, with the big players. They're just relaxing, having a drink, smoking. This is, uh, this is pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Now, what else went on in this episode? Well, at the same time of, um, this stuff going on in the office, Don, they're, uh, one of the head of accounts, this guy um, had a connection with London Fog, so they're sending Don Draper and Sal to Baltimore to um, meet with London Fog and kind of just uh, assure them that everything's good and you know we're we're good and we're gonna you know get you uh, here we're gonna have a good advertisement you know we're still the good company for you blah 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 just reassurance basically. So Don finally back in the house. First thing he does is goes on a business trip. And, you know, he, um, the British guy was like, uh, you know, you're, you're basically the face of our company. You're, you're the face. So they like sending Don out there because of his chiseled chin, um, chiseled jaw. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Anyway, uh, Don and Sal get, go out to fly, um, to Baltimore on the plane. Um, the stewardess basically starts flirting with him and calling him by a different name because his luggage had, uh, his brother-in-law's name on it. And he leaned right into it and says, oh, they call me Bill, and this is Sam. And they're, they say that they're accountants, and they were like, oh, me and the pilot and, and the our other uh, you know, a flight attendant, well, stewardess back then, uh, we're going to get dinner at this place. You should come with us. And you know, I'm thinking, oh, Don, you, you finally got back in with the family. Betty had her fun. You obviously did your thing. Don't do this, Don. Don't do this. But they go off for dinner, and they start playing with them all and I'm thinking okay well the pilot's there maybe it's just you know 
um, maybe it's not as big of a deal as I thought. It's just them kind of hanging out with people. Um, and Don starts telling them that basically, you know, who Jimmy Hoffa is. And they're like, oh, you're, you're G-Man. He goes, no, no, we're just accountants. But basically he's trying to insinuate we actually work for the government. Uh, it, you know, later on in the episode, they're going up an elevator like, oh, let's go back. Because they're all staying at the whole, same hotel, obviously. Let's go up to our hotel room. And they're in an elevator with a, a guy working at the, um, uh, at the hotel. And he gets off. And then it's just Sal, one of the flight attendants, and uh, Don. And the guy's and Sal's like, oh, I felt underdressed. We're, we're not in uniforms because he noticed that guy was in uniform. The stewardess is in uniform. Uh, so Sal's just making small talk, and then he gets off his his um, uh, floor and's like, "Have a good night." And then Don goes up to his floor, and the flight attendant's like, um, "This is. Uh, let me see what your floor looks like." So basically, she follows him out to the hall, and they start kissing. And I'm like, "Don, no, I I I know there's that whole thing of Don. You're still a player, but at the same time, I'm that guy who's like, no, you you you've put this behind you. You're a good family man now. That's just me." I didn't want him. I wanted to root for him to pull away and say, no, I'm married. Uh, but he didn't do that. He says, I'm married. There's lots of chances. Nom, 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 nom. So they end up in the in their room together, in his room together. She starts undressing. At the same time, Sal goes alone to his room, and he's scorching hot because his air conditioner is not working. He calls the front desk. They send that same guy who was in the elevator up to the room to fix the air conditioner. And Sal's like, thank you. And then he looks down to give the guy a tip. And the guy gets right up in his face and is like, hey, Sal, what up? So they start kissing. And my first thought was, Sal, finally, you're getting some. Finally. And it seemed the way it the way Sal reacted. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To me, I thought, is this his first time acting on what he wants? Like he's married to a woman and has always been to me. You know, that implication that he's obviously a gay guy. Uh, is this him finally going, oh, my God, this is what I like. So I, it seemed like it was almost like his first time because he was freaking. Or maybe he's just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, it's been so long. Or I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm married. Either way, he was like, yeah, baby. And I was like, Sal, you're finally getting yours. And then a friggin' fire alarm goes off. A fire alarm <clears throat> that means you have to go out the fire escape. So Don runs out the fire escape, goes down the steps on the fire escape, looks into Sal's room. He's like, let's go. And Sal's like, okay, and he's getting dressed. And then the other guy comes out of the room, too. And Don's like, two guys? Huh? You see that look on his face like, what, what, what? And Sal's like, oh, shit. They go out to the street, and Sal just kind of looks at him like, hey. And Don's like, hello. Uh, and it's never spoken of again. Later on, they're on a plane back to New York. And <clears throat> Don's like, we got to get to the office at 3. And Sal's like, we're going back to the office? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you something and be perfectly honest. And Sal's like, yes. And then he starts talking about London Fog again and starts talking about a great advertising can campaign. But he says to, to Sal, limit your exposure. That's the ad campaign for Sal, for, for London Fog. But was he also trying to say to Sal... Be careful. Limit your exposure. Do you remember last season where the, the French guy, one of the, the, the young um, creative, said, I am a homosexual. And they all were like, what? And Sal was like, Rrr. and like all the guys freaked out and were really kind of cruel. Like that is the type of thing that you had to deal with and you're trying to avoid and Sal's trying to avoid. Maybe Sal doesn't even know what he is at this point. I don't know. 
Um, but <clears throat> I wonder if Don was just kind of being like, look, I don't care. Limit your exposure. It's a great ad campaign, but also words to take to heart. I think. I don't know. Um, out of Town was the name of the episode, and that's when that's the uh, flight attendant says, oh, I'm always living out of town at some point. Uh, and Don had a rebuttal to him, to her, that I forget. It almost made it seem like I'm not interested, but he obviously was going for it upstairs. Uh, and I'm wondering, is that it for this episode? I mean, we had uh, a little bit with Joan and uh, that British guy who she's trying to kind of find an office for. She finds an office for this guy, and then the British people take the office away. He's like, we're fighting all these people. We're not going to take their offices. Uh, so I wonder if Peggy set him up. I hope she did. Um, at the same time, uh, I'm not Peggy Joan. Uh, at the same time, Peggy was in this meeting in this episode only a little. She has an office now. She has her own uh, girl out front. Um, and oh yeah, when Pete and Ken were getting all the um, accounts, there was a lot of O's. And and uh, Pete's like, "What are all these O's?" And that's for Olson. She's like, "There's certainly a lot of them because you know Pete's and Pete's an a hole." Um, I feel like I've covered everything already in this episode let me let me see if i can remember so betty's pregnant um sally breaks his suitcase because she doesn't want him to leave at the end uh, he's like don't worry i'm never going anywhere and they talk about sally's uh having a baby and you hear the same music and don's probably thinking back to uh the stories of him being born um so yeah he goes to baltimore he does try to hook up with a woman uh, he doesn't. Sal almost hooks up with a guy. Uh, Don sees it, but Don doesn't say anything except limit your exposure. Um, Pete gets a promotion, but so does Ken. So Pete doesn't feel like it's much of a promotion because Pete's a crazy person. Uh, they fire the old head of accounts. Um, and the British are definitely uh, making their, uh, their staking their claim in this company. Uh, as you can see, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Television is a bigger part now in their advertising. It makes perfect sense. Uh, and um, I, I just, um, Roger was in this episode only a little bit. And he brought in some some uh, alcohol and some, some Cuban cigars at the end of the episode. And uh, he said some line like, your girl's gone, so I'm here to drink and smoke. And basically the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I think... I think I covered everything. I'm trying to go. What I what I do is if I don't remember the storyline, I go to the character and think what happened to this character in this episode. Betty's very pregnant. Don uh, oh, started to cheat and basically was cheating, but didn't. Uh, but then he came home. He will always come home. So maybe he's just going to go off on adventures, bang some chicks, and come home to his family um, instead of having uh, affairs in the in the uh, town vicinity. Much safer. Still uh, still dirty. Still dirty. Pete. Uh, promotion but not as much ken promotion very happy peggy got her own office got her own girl the british are here and uh bert has got a weird japanese art on his wall now uh i think i think that covers everything my friends my friends my friends my friends season three can you believe it i've stuck with it this far you've stuck with me i appreciate you i thank you and um what i ask of you now is if you are on itunes if you could go to iTunes and leave a, a review or a, or a rating, anything, anything to, to show people, hey, we're here. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more people find us. And from based on my numbers, you know, 
there's a small amount of you that listen to every episode. What I mean by that is we don't have huge numbers, but our numbers are consistent. So the people who are listening or downloading are doing so. But to find more people, I need your help. That's as simple as a rating or review on iTunes, or if you use another podcast tool and they allow for ratings and reviews, that'd be great too. Because we're available on iTunes, we're available on Stitcher, we're available on Spotify, on Google Play, we're available, I think, on TuneIn, we're available everywhere podcasts are available. You can find us, the easiest way to find us, besides searching Mad Men Podcast or Made Man, is just go to fansnotexperts.com slash mademan. There you'll be able to listen to every single episode. You'll be able to, scri- to subscribe to, through any of your podcast tools. Uh, and you'll be able to contact us. You can email maidman at fansnotexperts.com. Or you can tweet us at maidmanpod. Friends, that's it. Um, for the last few weeks, every episode I've been ending saying go Pats. And I'm not going to do that this week because they have the week off. They don't play again until the following week. And that is my friends, is the Super Bowl. I know this podcast has nothing to do with football, but I'm excited, and I'm not going to not mention it. Whatever happens, at least they're in the game, and I'm excited. Go Pats. Thank you for listening, and thank you for allowing me to continue into a third season as I take this journey to become a made man. Fans not experts.